Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. is not meeting your expectations right now? Who in your life is not living up to your expectations? Maybe a coworker, maybe your significant other, maybe your kids. I got three teenagers right now. Sometimes they don't live up to my expectations. I expect them to make that bed, right? And they don't do it. It pisses me off. What expectations do you have of someone and they aren't living up to it? Think about it. We probably all have someone in our life. They're not showing up like you want them to be. What are the feelings associated with that? They're probably not positive, right? It could be blame, it can be just maybe resentment, some anger, and it can be destructive. It can be destructive to a relationship. Who's someone you need to have a tough conversation with because their expectations aren't being met? Hi, I'm JT, your high performance coach, leadership speaker, and today I want to talk to you about expectations versus agreement. And I wish someone would have taught me about this earlier in my life. It would have saved me a lot of heartache and and, and grief in my life. Uh, I've had a lot of relationships or work situations where expectations weren't met and I was upset. I was upset and I wanted to blame people and I wanted to, I was aggravated at them. They weren't stepping up. And, but when I look back, it's like, I didn't have a good agreement. Like they can't read my mind and I didn't clearly articulate And when you have an expectation of someone, just think about it. If someone has an expectation of you, it doesn't feel good, right? It's like we naturally rebel against expectation. But if we have an agreement, we want to honor our word. And so having that tough conversation and coming to an agreement is is very powerful. We're going to talk about that today. So let's we have two choices in how we in our interaction relationships with people. We can live off of expectations or we can live off agreements. Let's talk about expectations. An expectation is when you have a strong belief that something will happen. It's based on your view of the world and your life experiences. And oftentimes, expectations are, are a good thing, right? They're a good thing. So you expect to put your key in the car and, and turn on the ignition and you expect it to start up, right? You don't have to think about it or worry about it. When we have expectations, we tend to worry about things. But that's something we don't have to worry about. You go to the refrigerator, you pull out a cold beer or soda, or you expect the food's going to be cold, Right. It's just you have that expectation. You turn on the tap. The water pours out. You expect that you can be able to to drink that, right? It's potable. It's good for you. Um, These things are important, and it takes – we don't have to worry about certain things. We have some confidence in some things. So in life, expectations can be a good thing. But when it comes to our relationships, it can be bad. I want to highlight some of those. So – we have an expectation that people will say, well, they'll carry themselves a certain way, they, they'll do certain things, they show up in a certain way. And when they fail to meet your expectation, that can lead to judgment, it can lead to misunderstanding, it can lead to anger and resentment, and ultimately it can lead to betrayal, right? These are all not positive feelings. So these are things that you don't want to have in your relationships, neither you know in your personal or your professional relationships. So when, you know, also 
when we have expectations of ourselves, you know, we want to have positive expectations of ourselves that we're going to be true to our word. We're going to commit to things and follow through. And sometimes when you don't follow through and you don't meet your own expectations, it can lead to feelings of guilt and shame and, and things of that nature. So we don't want that either, right? So let's um, let's talk about an agreement. An agreement is a manifestation. This is like, I'm, I'm reading this here right from the internet, from um, Webster's. An agreement is a manifestation of mutual assent by two or more persons to another. A meeting of the minds and common intention made through offer and acceptance. I offer you something, you accept that. You offer me something, I accept that we shake hands, we have an agreement. That's powerful, okay? So let's 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 talk about an agreement example. We have the expectation when you get in your car, you turn on the car, it comes on, right? It turns on. Then you drive down the road, and in the United States, on the right-hand side of the road, you expect that another vehicle will not be driving toward you in that lane. Opposite lane, yes, but not in the lane that you're currently in, right? It's an expectation. It's a law of the land. It's an agreement that we have made as a society that in the United States, on the right-hand side, we're going to drive on the right, and oncoming traffic is going to be, they're going to be on their right-hand side, which is the left, and we, you know, we're pretty confident that we're not going to have a head-on collision. Isn't it amazing? We're driving so fast, constantly. We don't, we don't want to worry about that, right? Every now and then you have that, you, you get on those windy roads, and you get the car that passes, and they like, feels like they take their time, and you get too close, that, that sucks, right? So we have the expectation they're going to make it in the other lane. We don't get, we get mad. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's an agreement. That's a, that's a, like a, it's a law of the land, right? It's an agreement that we all have. And so agreements are, are powerful. Okay. So let's talk about expectations in, in the work. We have expectations of our coworkers of a certain level of job performance of, of quality and standards to be met. And, if, if you live off of expectations, and I'll highlight, so I've been in the military for 25 years. One of my roles, I was in command of an organization that, uh, that delivered training. Without getting into a lot of details, I had uh, a bunch of cadre who were working very long hours to deliver training. We also had to work with another organization outside of my chain of command Basically, a separate organization, two organizations working together to deliver training for these students. And there's some challenges with that. One organization delivered the classroom portion. The other organization delivered the field training and the craft and the soldiering aspect of it. And we had to work together in order to deliver that training. We would have leaders come down and review the training. We would invite them out to see the training that we were doing. And oftentimes what would happen was that the senior leaders who all have been through this course probably 15, 20 years prior, you know, had their experience of how the course used to be. And, you know, they, it felt like oftentimes they appreciated what we were doing, but their expectations weren't being quite met. Like they just had a perception of, of what the course should be training on. And, you know, we were, we were working on a different type of mission sets and my cadre, they were constrained to, you know, they were constrained to the, the, the curriculum that they had. And there were resource shortfalls and there were manpower constraints that the senior leaders didn't have. It would always be like, hey, you're doing a good job, but, you know, you could probably do this, this and this better. Right. And over time, well, I think that what it did, it, it affected the morale of, of my cadre. 
And it can create resentment from the people that are working in the organization to the leadership because leadership didn't understand all the constraints. It was like, oh, we have these expectations, but they're not quite being met. You're doing a good job, but you know, you could be doing better, better, better here, here, here. So, and then delivering training with the other organization, it was challenging sometimes because there were like gentlemen's agreements, but nothing was really written in on paper. So one of the things that we had to do while I was there is, is come up with a memorandum of agreement and basically clearly outline what each organization was required to do. Because sometimes there would be, we'd have students in the classroom and you know, there's a trash can full, right? And this is a military organization. We can't be having that, but who's responsible for making sure that that trash can gets emptied out? Is it the classroom instructor or is it the cadre that's assigned to that particular class? And so in, there's a lot of times be, there would be blame, like, hey, it's your fault, your responsibility. No, it's your fault. You're, there wasn't like an established agreement of who had what. So expectations weren't being met, caused some friction points, and it caused people to, you know, you're not doing your job. No, you're not doing your job. That ultimately leads to resentment and it affects morale in the organization. So that's just an example like a, of a workplace issue that uh, that I've dealt with. And I've seen this, you know, over over the years with my work relationship and my personal relationships. So people don't look forward to living up to expectations. And ultimately, we tend to rebel against it. I wanted to take a quick break and invite you to an exclusive community I host called The Forge. One of my favorite proverbs is, as iron sharpens iron, so one man does another. The Forge is a mastermind, a community of men and women who are invested in their personal growth and development. They want to improve themselves, to be better husbands, to be better wives, to be better parents to their kids, to add value to their team and lead better at work, and to add more value into their community. In The Forge, I teach principles and habits of the world's highest achievers and performers, and as a group, we identify goals, develop strategies to achieve them, and hold one another accountable. We focus on improving our health, our wellness, our wealth, our relationships, and living in alignment with our purpose. We work together to focus on what truly matters and have a place where we can discuss difficult topics about life. If you're interested in learning more, go on over to www.jteags.com forward slash community, where you can learn more about The Forge, you can learn more about my one-on-one coaching experience, sign up for the newsletter, and check out the blog while you're at it. Now back to the show. So think about it. If someone has an expectation of you, I'm sure you have someone that has an expectation of you. What is your initial feeling to that? It's probably not good. Our natural inclination is to like rebel against it, right? I think about my kids. They have an expectation I want them to do X, Y, or Z. They'll almost go out of their way just to not do it, right? So we don't, we don't want to have expectations placed upon us. We want to have buy-in. We want to have a say. And people support what they create. They will go up to bat 100% if they're part of creating you know, something. And when you have an agreement, an offer that's been accepted, you know, you're going to get more creativity and people are going to own up to that. And people don't want to break their word. That's why agreements are so powerful. So human beings love to keep their agreements with one another. And when you sit down with people, they want buy-in. Okay. They, people generally want to help and they want to do things. They want to be, they want to add value. And Agreements are more creative because you're going to be surprised when you give a subordinate the opportunity to come up with, with you know, 
uh, ways of, of, of doing things. You give them some parameters and you allow them to come up with some ways. You're going to be surprised. And they're going to, once you agree to allow them to do that, you're going to be surprised at how, how well they perform. So we want a desirable outcome, right? But when you just walk around and you're, you're placing expectations on everyone, it just doesn't work out. So expectations are reactive, they're fear-based, and they're cowardly. When you have expectations of people and they don't measure up, you're quick to blame other people for what it is that they do. And, you know, that person didn't live up to my expectations. It's their fault, you know. And you live in a constant world of disappointment when you're constantly expecting other people to do things. So I expect them to do X, Y, or Z, and they didn't do it. Also, when you live in constant expectation, you're either going to live in, hey, they just met it, so meh, okay, so what? Or um, they didn't meet it, so you're going to be miserable. There's not much opportunity for positive feelings, right? Because either people just met your expectations, oh, oh they met it this time, but they're probably not going to do it next time. It's just a negative mindset, okay? So just think about that. If you're constantly expecting people to do things, they're either going to meet them and then life is just boring and okay, they just met the standard, or they didn't meet it and then you're pissed off in, in a negative feeling, right? When you don't have expectation and someone does something and it's a positive thing, it's an unexpected surprise and it can actually make you happy, right? But if you have expectations for everyone and every single thing, you can't ever get to that positive feeling, okay? So... There's, there's profound disappointment, you know, when we lay expectations upon people, okay? And this is amplified in personal relationships, and they're far more hurtful, right? So this is why so many people, and you know people have issues with their, with their family members, right? There's internal family feuds. is because people have expectations of one another, and no one has deep conversations about things. I remember, so um, I remember a family member had passed away. And like so many families, you know, you have someone that's older and they pass and as tragic as that is, that's just, that's just the natural course of life. There was a will in place, but no one had the tough conversation of who was getting what. And everyone had these expectation of, you know, this is going to be inherited to me and this is going to go to so-and-so and and this is going to go into so-and-so. So not only are you dealing with the tragic loss of a family member, you're dealing with people bickering over trivial things like stuff, right? Because there was never like a formal agreement. We didn't have the tough conversation, you know. Grandma's not going to be here forever, and no one. We didn't. We don't want to talk about it. That's just. That's just. You know, because we have the conversation, she's going to keel over. And people don't have those tough conversations, and then you get to these like you. I, I see it quite often. Is someone has passed. The family is grieving and now we get into this like we're quibbling and squabbling over like inheritance stuff. And it's sad and it's so unnecessary. So have the tough conversation. Oftentimes, I've seen this with uh, with couples who've, who've been together for long periods of time. They can get kind of short with one another and uh, it can be uncomfortable. And they're trying to uh, maybe make the other person feel bad in, in, in front of their friends. And it can be very, very uncomfortable. And so sometimes we need to have the conversation uh, with that other person, you know, and, and the conversation can be framed this way. Could we have an agreement and let's see how it feels to you that we have a basic baseline of kindness in our communication, the same kind of communication that we would have with our friends. It would never occur to us to say nasty, hurtful things to our friends, you know, so why are we doing this to each other? You know, we don't want any sarcasm, any criticism or negative judgment. 
if you get those negative feelings, we're just gonna you know, remove ourselves from the room. Maybe take a few deep breaths, maybe go meditate, right? And process, and you don't have to action that instant response. That was from uh, Stephen Chandler's uh, take on, uh, on, on agreements. And I, I really appreciated how to frame that conversation. And couples, sometimes couples need to have that conversation. And, and you probably have, have seen a couple that, that will do that. And it's not, it's not fair. Fighting is not good. Fighting is not a, a good place. And people that say that fighting is acceptable um, are, are living uh, a life of hurt and misery and a lot more negative than, than they need to be. We need to be more restrained and have more psychological discipline over our, our, our mindset. So expectations ultimately lead to fights arguments and judgments of others. It's not a good place to be. It's it's cowardly to run around and have expectations of, of other people. It's because we're not leaning in and having the tougher conversations that we need to have. So, you know, when we live in a world of expectation, you're going to be constantly in a state of disappointment and judgment, and it's just a negative uh, mindset, okay? Agreements dissolve assumptions and any expectations, they require that you're clear and concise about what it is that you want from someone, that you extend that offer, and then you get buy-in from the other person. So what is it that you specifically want? How do you want it? When do you want it? And the more details that you have in the agreements, the less will be left up to assumption and interpretation, and it dissolves any form of expectation. And remember, humans don't like breaking their agreements. People will keep their word, but they will they will rebel against expectation, okay? So people who have expectations expect other people to make them feel the feeling that they expect. People who have expectations expect other people to make them feel the feeling that they expect to feel, and when they don't, they're tremendously disappointed, and their whole they live their whole life this way, and it's not a good feeling. So... If you don't like a situation that you're in, create an agreement that changes it, okay? If you don't like a situation, go create an agreement that changes it. Don't simmer in an expectationville, okay? It's toxic. It will ruin you. It is, it is poisonous, and you'll ruminate in it. It's just not a way to live, Okay? So you're not going to be, you're not going to live that joyous life if you're constantly running around in expectation, okay? And I've had, I've had strained relationships, I've had friendships, and because we didn't have a common agreement, expectations weren't met. And uh, in fact, I just recently had a friendship that ended abruptly, and I'll be honest, I felt a little bit taken aback by it because I was not aware of, of I, I, I guess I wasn't meeting the expectation of, of the other person. And as I analyze their life, you know, they tend to live their life with high expectations of, of everyone else. And I fail to meet, live up to that. And it's as hurtful as it is, you know, I, there's nothing, there's nothing. I, I regret that we didn't have the deeper conversation about having an agreement. And like I said earlier, I wish that I would have known more about agreements uh, and placed a greater emphasis on it in not just my work relationships, but my personal relationships with my friends, with my family, with my kids. And I think that's incredibly, incredibly important. So 
I hope that this uh, I hope that this serves you. I think it's a very important topic that we talk about it. And so, take an inventory of your life. Think of all the people. Are you? Are, do you have people in your life that aren't meeting your expectations? And how could you turn that into an agreement? Your work relationships, your relationship with your significant other, your your children. Uh, because this whole notion of of living by expectation just it's it's toxic, it's toxic, and uh, it's just it's just a matter of having tough conversations. Define specifically what you want. Tell people people can't read your mind, so tell people specifically what you want, when you want it, how you want it, and uh, offer that, and then encourage them to do the same, and then come to an agreement with how things are going to be. So. I'm Jay Teagues. I hope that this serves you well. I would love to hear what you think about the topic of expectations versus agreement. So comment below, and if uh, by all means, if this message resonates with you or you know someone that needs to hear it, share it with them. And then I'd love to uh, have your feedback on this particular topic. So in the meantime, keep doing hard things. We'll talk to you soon.